Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Gang's all here tonight. Uh, Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck screens your calls. We have a uh, big show tonight. It's it's a bittersweet show. Um, coming up next half hour, we're going to play Millennial Match Game with uh, Michelle Wright and Tad from B98.5. Uh, but tragic news this morning. Uh, Anthony Bourdain from uh, CNN's Parts Unknown, famous chef, famous author, famous uh, TV personality, uh, killed himself uh, at the age of 61. It was breaking news you heard here on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Coming up at 8.07, I'm going to replay an interview I did with uh, Anthony earlier this year. Really uh, just tough for me to take. Uh, one of one of those guys that uh, I just loved what he did, his show on, on CNN and before that on the Travel Network. Just, I mean, some of the favorite things I, I love, food and travel, and he did it all. And uh, very interesting character, very sad. I, I want to know what was going on. He seemed to have his life on track. He was married, had a successful show, but uh, tragic news. So at 8.07, about an hour from now, I'll replay my interview with Anthony Bourdain. He talks about his first time going to Waffle House and his uh, first time going to the Claremont Lounge where he got a uh, a lap dance from Blondie. So that's coming up in the uh, second hour. But joining us live in studio, a man who I'm assuming has been to both Waffle House and the Claremont Lounge, uh, he's comedian Byron Bowers. He's at the punchline this weekend. Byron, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How Thank you, are man. You? Thank you for having me, man. I'm excited to be here, man. Five shows left, uh, two tonight, two tomorrow, one on Sunday. So Excellent. Now, uh, my crack research team tells me that, that you hail from these parts, right? Yeah, 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 man. I started comedy in Atlanta before I moved to L.A., you know. This was my minor league. I didn't go to New York first. Mm -hmm. I did it all here, and then I took it straight over there. Are you from here? Did you grow up here? Yeah, I grew up. I'm a Georgia boy, born in Athens, raised in Atlanta, grew up in Clarkston, you know, that whole area. Got busted Dunwoody. Uh, yeah, you got to say got bust just so you know it's a socioeconomic jump. Gotcha. That's, oh, bust, not busted. I yeah. thought you got busted in Dunwoody, which no, can no, happen no. also. That's different. I mean, a lot of people do get busted in Dunwoody, but no, I got bust to Dunwoody. To Dunwoody. They brought me in. I guess once somebody get busted, they do bust a replacement. Exactly in. right. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, I know you you don't want to be, uh, you know, you're a comedian. You want to talk about funny stuff, but Anthony Bourdain passing this morning, um, that, that's, that's, that hit me pretty hard. What about you? You were a it, fan of yeah, his? Yeah, it hit me because he taught me like how to travel like I, I've been places now like you know Cuba Israel a lot of places black people don't go but I've been <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean and uh, he teaches you how to maneuver culturally within those places and what to actually eat uh, and, and you get a chance to see it there watch him eat it before you try it live that way you're not nervous when a cricket lands up on your plate and <laughs> you in go, Japan. You I understand know? what you're saying, but yeah. I, I'm not doing the crickets. I don't Man, care where I, I am. I did the crickets in Japan. You I did? did in Mexico, yeah. All right, so let me ask you. This is great. Um, Byron Bauer is going to help me on my trip. I'm going to Japan in July for two weeks. Okay. Any suggestions what I should or shouldn't do, eat, shouldn't eat? What do you think? You got tattoos? 
No, I do not. Well, have... I do. So, I mean, now that you don't, you get to go to the onsens. You get to go to the hot springs. Okay. You know what I mean? And relax. Uh, we went to a monkey park, which was cool. Where you see the monkeys chillaxing yeah. in the hot springs. Yep. And uh, <laughs> they, they go up in the snow and they throw species at you. You know what I mean? Like, you pay for that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, I drunk uh, alcohol out of a, 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 a vase full of honeybees. Uh, and it was some of the strongest alcohol oh I ever God. heard. They were alive, the, the bees? Oh, they no, dead? they was dead. All right. <laughs> uh, but it's something about the venom that they have that, that gets in your body, and they say it opens up I don't want to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm too, let, so if you have a tattoo, you can't go in the hot spring? You can't go in the hot spring. No kidding. Yeah, only the gangsters or the Yakuza's have tattoos in Japan. No kidding. Very, one of the cleanest cities I've ever been, and everything is based on the honor system. So when people get arrested, they, the cops don't even have to put cuffs on them. They just walk them to jail. That's uh, All right, so listen, <laughs> I, I think you're the next Anthony Bourdain. I think you should walk down to CNN and say, I can, I can do this. I drink honeybee liquor and... Look, I thought about it. I want to. I almost like. Is it too soon? To it go is, get probably. That, that we'll give it twenty four hours. But uh, Man. that's amazing. So I'm assuming um, a majority of this travel is is through the comedy realm. Like no, I mean it started with comedy, but then you just want to take it further. Yeah. And really, you learn. You can learn a lot about yourself through traveling, and you can learn a lot about groups of people by what they eat. Yeah. You know what I mean, and how they eat food. I learned a lot re- religious wise in in Israel. Watching people eat out of small plates and communion makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, because in, in Israel, they eat a lot of tapas, small plates. Exactly. And here, we eat big plates. And I was thrown off by communion because you never got full, you know? Yeah. But now I realize, like, oh, okay, you're not supposed to because <laughs> he's from a place with small plates. Exactly if right. If he was from here, we'd be eating ribs. Yeah, and in, in Atlanta, you eat till you're full yeah. or more so uh, most more of the so, time. More so, yeah. You get super full till you get sleepy, so... I realized that, like, yeah, religious-wise, yeah, if, if we could be eating ribs for communion here, you know what I mean? <laughs> that could be possible, but, you know. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. So, yeah, you learn so much about who you are. And, like, be honest here, I'm a black man. Mm-hmm. When you leave this country, you're American. That's what they call you. And it's like, oh, wow. So it's a different, culturally, it's a different. It's a different and you uh, learn to be patriotic. You learn what, oh, yeah, I am from a, a great nation. Yeah. Regardless of what happens, you know, you learn those things. You sure. Know? So that's dope, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, listen, I'll I'll give you a voucher. You should be uh, the next Bourdain. I should. You, I can teach you how to survive in every place. You bring an interesting place. perspective in. Uh, Byron Bowers on the Mark Aram Show. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Tickets available online at punchline.com. From Athens, lived in Atlanta, uh, got your comedy chops here. You live now in L.A. Live in L.A. Uh, how, do you like it? I mean, is it is it all right to live out there? I like it, man. I like the desert, man. I like the, the change. There's no mosquitoes, really. And, like, <laughs> yeah, it's no humidity. You yeah, know what no I mean? doubt. And the temperature th- change throughout the day. Just think, if you like fashion, you like to dress up, you could start off your day in all your, your fall clothes, and then it's going to get hot. So you could be in summer clothes at noon, and then by 5 or 6 o'clock, you could just start putting on layers again. So you could have like three or four outfits in one day. That's that's dope. My that's wardrobe's too, too small for that. And I mean, yeah. you got the legal marijuana there, which a lot of people ain't used to. Sure. So, now, the, the, the thing I've heard, because I've got a bunch of friends that live out in L.A., is they don't even smoke marijuana anymore. They eat it. They eat it. It's it's a total edible kind of thing. Look, I check in my hotel room. My mom shows up. And she as, still lives down here? Yeah, my, okay. my whole family lives here. Okay. So my mom shows in my hotel room. And you know when you walk in nice hotels, they got the, the cookies out. And oh, you yes. just eat one. Delicious. She opened the cookie and ate it 
because you know she's not paying for it. Yeah, but she didn't know she ate thirty milligrams of THC. So this wasn't a cookie that the Homestead Sweets left out. This is no. a cookie you brought from LA. I brought that mom, uh, wasn't edible. Wasn't edible. My mom don't do drugs, so she don't know the difference between a green oh, marijuana no. leaf and a Starbucks uh, symbol. Yes, she thought the cookies was from Starbucks. <laughs> She ate 30 milligrams. And it makes you, the stuff I brought doesn't relax your body. It makes you think and productive. Yeah. So every time we stopped, she would clean out her car. That's unbelievable. Did yeah. you tell her or do you just? Yeah, she found out. I put everything on. If you go to my Instagram at Byron Bowers, you will see all the stories from yesterday on Instagram. Yeah. And I took her to cryo, I took her to not cryo, but cryotherapy for the first time. Okay. So as it kicked in, she was actually in negative 150 degree ice. That that that's where they just freeze your they body. Freeze your body. What's the benefit of that? Um, if you if it's post workout and you and you sore where you normally would get sore, yeah, it, it heals your inflammatories so you don't get sore after a workout, and it also regenerate old cells and um, yeah, it just you helps. are like, so it LA you energy. Now. Athens, Athens kid isn't going for cryotherapy. No, that's LA right there. Unless he's an athlete, but yeah, that's LA. <laughs> that's, that's LA right you wanna there. You want to burn eight hundred calories without even I working do. out? I do. I mean, yeah, you could do that. All right. Yeah, so I would do it. So was your mom mad when you told her that she ate a, a cookie with a THC? She was in? shocked. She didn't know how to respond, and then she <laughs> felt a little something. She was like, "That thing came and left." I'm like, "No, it just started." <laughs> you on a seven hour journey, mama. <laughs> All right, so obviously that's that's a pretty funny story. Was that your last cookie? Are you dry now? Do you no, need... I got one more, but okay. yeah, it started. You don't. That's something you're supposed to break down into like four. So you don't <laughs> eat the whole thing. It's it's video. I got video. Of my mom, she's praying and eating at the same time. That's fantastic. One hand to God, just eating stuff. She's seeing two different dimensions right now, just eating. That it was, was a... that was my downfall back in the day. This is before edibles. This is back in college when it was just you know, the swag, the awful kind of stuff, I would eat till I, I would pass out. Yeah. That man. was my downfall with with that stuff. I would just I mean, let my roommates would get so mad. They would I would eat everything <laughs> in the refrigerator. I remember so. having that hookup in college where you just eat and you could burn it off so fast. My mom uh she would complain. She complained to the server that the fish was dry. And I'm like, no nah, mom, you got dry mouth. There ain't no dry fish out uh, there. A serious question though. As a performer, do you not do you don't take that before you go on stage, right? You don't eat the cookie before you go on stage, do no, you? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't. I'm a lightweight, so I I bring it to let people see what we have going on. I got you. That's the only way I bring like a few cookies and stuff to just split it with the with family and friends and be like, "Yo, this is how people do stuff where I'm from. This is yes. how grown people do drugs. This is how it is in Yeah, it's no smell. Can't nobody tell you smoking weed or nothing. Yeah. Just take this and then go about your day." That, but I'm I'm right though, right? Like the people don't even smoke in LA really much. It's it's no, mostly food. Yeah, it's food now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's cold. food is so much involved in in everything in every culture. That's what I'm saying. They learn how to put this in food. I did a show at a at a um at a, a Chinese restaurant and it was in the food. It was in the <laughs> in the stir fried rice. That's amazing. Can I can I get an edible bagel with cream cheese? That uh, would really. Be I'm pretty good for sure me. they got some edible bagels and locks. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'll be interesting. Uh, Byron Bowers is at the Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and one show Sunday. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Can you hang out for another minute? Yeah, I got time. All right. Local kid made good and making good out in L.A. He's bringing the edibles to uh, – maybe there'll be edibles available at the Punchline tonight. Oh, man. We'll talk to Jamie about that. that. Uh, hang tight. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, coming up on the broadcast, Millennial Match Game – 
Uh, Tad from B98.5's Morning Show and Michelle Wright from the Morning News will play with a pair of millennials. And then uh, at 8.07, I'm going to replay my interview with Anthony Bourdain from earlier this year. In case you missed the breaking news this morning, uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, killed himself at the age of 61. Tragic, tragic story. Uh, A happy story is the uh, career of Byron Bowers. He is uh, from Athens, uh, honed his comedy skills in Atlanta, now making big out in L.A., uh, where I guess it's either L.A. or New York, right? If you want to pop, yeah. that's, that's where you have to be as a comedian. Some people go to New York first because it's like going to college. Sure. And then jump to the NBA, which is L.A. I went straight to the NBA. But you want to get L.A. is where you can get the TV shows yeah, and the movies. And... TV writing. Nobody talks about the behind-the-scenes writing jobs yeah. you can get just even as a newer comic. You know, it's good to go get your writing jobs early because it's based on content. Biggest career feather in your hat so far? What, what, are, you, what are you most proud of? I say the of? Shy. The Shy uh, on Showtime, uh, I got submitted for an Emmy for supporting uh, drama and uh, Showtime show The Shy. Uh, I did Jimmy Kimmel. That was good. That's Comedy huge. Central. Um, and I just joined something called Donut Media, which is a car show, one of the biggest up-and-coming car shows online because I do like cars and I do work on my car. Okay. So I'm putting my hand in every hat now. Very good. Now I'm going to get you on. Uh, you watch Billions on Showtime? I do watch Billions. Damn, that show's good. I do watch Billions and I just got into it. So don't I'm on, I'm a season behind. It gets better. But I like playing business Billions when I got to like talk to my manager and all <laughs> exactly. these people cuz it let it put me in the mindset of playing chess and it's, not checkers, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. That's a, I love that show. So so shy on Showtime. Yeah, the shy, I'll, yeah. All right, the shy. Some people call the chi, but I'm like, no, it's, it's shot. <laughs> All right, and I get that. Is that on demand? Uh, you can get it on demand now. We just did season one. I, season two should start soon. So, yeah, thank you for definitely for paying attention. For those who watched and for those who not, check it out. You know what I mean? It's a very interesting, fun show. You the know? Shy, starring Byron Bowers, Emmy nominated. Also, Byron look Bowers. me up on byronbowerslive.com uh, and at Byron Bowers, or just Google my name. You pretty much can see everything that I've been on. Excellent. I like making fans. I like people to uh, get in contact with themselves and having, like, very interesting, dark, and real conversations with people. And the video your mom eating the edible is on Instagram? It's on my Instagram story. What's your Instagram? Uh, At Byron Bowers. My man. Byron, great to meet you. Same, man. Very proud of you. Good luck with uh, the CNN uh, Bourdain follow-up. Hopefully you can get that gig. I know. But, I'm going to email them now. But if not, uh, uh, we'll be keeping the shy on Showtime. The shy on Showtime. But just catch me in a foreign country ordering <laughs> french fries. That's still my go-to in foreign places. Excellent. Uh, good to meet you, Byron. Uh, he's at the Punchline again this weekend. Tickets online at punchline.com. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back to the Mark Aram Show, a very special edition of Millennial Match Game. Joining us in studio are two millennials Meeting for the first time behind the microphones on the Mark Aram Show, we have Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, and Nicole Emmett, not Bennett. Ladies, great to have you in the same room. How are you? Good, good. good. Very, yeah, you guys seem low key. This is like this is monumental. This is radio history. It's the Nicole Bennett. It's Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, and Nicole <laughs> Emmett, not Bennett. I mean, what what more do you want in radio? This is how Marconi's are won, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so you two are going to be our millennials today. You are going to be answering questions. I've got a list of famous '80s movie characters, and you just have to tell me if you know the name of the movie or not. Our contestants tonight are not listeners. They are fellow employees of. Cox Radio Atlanta from Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, fellow uh, Marist College alum, Michelle yeah. Wright joining us. How hello, are you, hello. Michelle? Good. And uh, from our sister station, pretty sure he's not a millennial. 
He's got the beard of an elderly fella. It is uh, <laughs> Tad Lemire from uh, the Tad and Drex Morning Show on B98. How are you there, Weekday Tad? mornings, 5 to 9 a.m. That's right. B98.5. Now, are you going to reciprocate and plug the Mark <laughs> yeah. Aram show? I do every day. You do traffic on our show. But you say, and you can hear Mark Aram, 7 to 9 um, on WSB. Okay. No? All right. <laughs> All right, so you guys know how this works. I'm going to ask them a question. You, you non-millennials don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not they know the answer, all right? Okay. And these are very famous 80s movies, so I'm giving you a heads up. All right, Nicole uh, Bennett, not Emmett, is our returning champion. You will be playing with Michelle Wright, and Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, is going to be playing with Tad Lemire. All right, there we go. All right, first one up, Michelle Wright. Will Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, uh-huh. know what movie starred a character named Daniel LaRusso? Daniel huh. LaRusso. I'm going to say she will. You say yes. Daniel LaRusso, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett. What famous movie is that from? I have no idea. I'm so sorry. Oh. Gen-, Gen Xers on the count of three. That movie was one, two, three. The Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. Oh, no. Yes. Yikes. Yes. Right. And oh, you would say no. she would know it? Or, I did. Yeah, I thought I so too. I thought I'm so, so too. Sorry. All right, um, you're up, Tad. You know how the game is played now, Tad. All right. Right. All right. Um, will Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, know what movie this famous character is from? Cameron Fry. Absolutely not. Cameron was in <laughs> Egypt's land. Let my Cameron go. What movie, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett? Cameron Fry. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know this. <laughs> What is it? It's uh, Ferris Bueller's Ferris Day Bueller's Off. Day I didn't off. even know that. All right. You didn't know that? No. Cameron Fry? No. Oh. I like my teammate. I no. like my teammate. Oh, of course. Oh, All right. Tag so we're winning even? You, 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 there's no yes. winners or losers with the millennials. You guys are always winning. It's just not that. <laughs> All right. Next up. Chance like to uh, tie this up, Michelle. <laughs> okay. Will Nicole, uh, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, know what movie this famous character is from? Chunk. Nope. Wow, quick nope on that <laughs> nope. one. Michelle, uh, Nicole, Ben Anonymous, Chunk, what famous movie is that from? I'm not, no, I'm not going to even try. Tad, do you know I this one? I don't is know Is it one. Stand By Me? No. Nope. Is it Goonies? Goonies, wow. yes, indeed. All right. Okay. But Michelle gets a point. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. You've seen Goonies, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I just spaced. All right, here's one. Uh, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, Tad Lemire, will Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, know what uh, famous movie this character stars? Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Nope. You say no. Sarah Connor is in what famous movie, Nicole Emmett, not Bennett? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be The Terminator. The Terminator starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was the female lead. All right. Um, Just as Millennial Match Game is is played. The Millennials don't know. All right. This this one I think uh, Nicole Bennett should know. Uh, Michelle, will she know what uh, famous movie starred a character named Hans Gruber? No. You say no. Quick no. I say no. Hans Gruber, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett. Die Hard. It is oh! Die Hard. Now, how do you know Die Hard yes! and not Goonies? That's that's. I, I it's the character names. I yeah. just but I knew that one. Okay, All right. I did too. Nope, you didn't know that one. Oh, you're lying. All right, no point for Michelle. Uh, Tad, you can take a sizable lead here. Uh, well, well, Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, know what movie starred the famous character Long Duck Dong? Long <laughs> Duck Dong. I'm going to go no on that with a little hesitation. Yeah, well, that's a very uh, unique name. Nicole Emmett, not Bennett. What movie starred Long Duck Dong? Don't look for help. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Karate Kid again. Wow, kind of racist, but no. <laughs> Six, <laughs> Sixteen Candles was uh, Long Duck Dong. You said Yikes. no, Tad. 
So you get a point. All right. Uh, three Man. to one. Let's go. This one's going to be very tough. Um, oh. Michelle Wright will. Uh, <laughs> you might not even know this one, Michelle Wright. Um, Edgar Frog was a character in what famous movie? Edgar Frog, one of the Frog brothers. Will she know what no. movie that's from? Yeah, no, no. way. No chance. Uh, Edgar Frog, you say no. I agree. No uh, the Lost Boys. The Lost oh, Boys, the vampire okay. movie. That was one of the Frog Brothers. No. Sure. It was played uh-huh. by uh, the kid from Stand By Me that has uh, issues, yeah. Corey Feldman. Feldman, All right. for sure. All right, so Michelle gets a point. All right, here's one. Uh, Tad, will Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, know? Wait, it's your turn? No. No, Nicole Emmett, not Bennett. Sorry. Right. Uh, this uh, movie starred a character named Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Will you know what? Uh, will she know what movie that's from? You say nope, no. I agree. Nope, Ty nope, Webb nope, nope. starred in. I can't redeem myself. I don't know. Caddyshack. That's Caddyshack, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Yikes. That was uh, Chevy Chase's character in Caddyshack. We're doing okay though. This is going all right. This is entertaining. <laughs> this is great. All right, this is a <laughs> good one, Michelle. One. Okay. Um, very famous movie in the '80s. Starred two major stars. Uh, one of the characters in the famous movie was called Billy Ray Valentine. Will Nicole Bennett know what movie starred a character named Billy Ray? Valentine. I do not think she will know which I, movie starred Billy Ray Valentine. Yeah, I agree. You, you don't know Nicole Bennett. I'm at Billy Ray Valentine. I do not know. Great Christmas movie called Trading Places. Dan Aykroyd, oh. Eddie Murphy. Oh. Yes, all right. That movie, Michelle though. gets the point. Right. Yeah, Michelle gets the point. All right, Tad. Um, here's one. This is this could go tough because this is definitely a chick flick, even though it's the '80s. Um, Will Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, know a famous movie starring a character named Lloyd Dobler? Lloyd Dobler. Very famous movie. Girls love this movie. I just looked at her, but I'm going to say no. You say no. Lloyd Dobler. That's a a big 80s movie. Do you know the movie that was? It's from Breakfast at Tiffany's. It is not Breakfast at Tiffany's. Which is not an 80s movie, by the way. I don't think so. Um, that uh, was called Say Anything. John Cusack, uh, Lloyd Dobler. Okay. All right. You said no, right, Tad? Yeah. Uh, right. Nicole Emmett with her phone in her hand makes me a little nervous. She's, we're Instagramming live. Oh, okay. Don't to worry. Get, they're not, not actually using My Google. fellow millennials aren't right. giving listen, me any answers on here. Tell the, the millennials where they can listen to your show on, oh. uh, on the Instagram. Hi, millennials. How are you? You're <laughs> never going to be up for this. 5 to 9 a.m. B98.5. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, Let me help you with that microphone over there, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. All right, who's up? Michelle Wright is up. Yes. Um, very famous 80 movie starring a character named Ted Stryker. Ted Stryker. Will Nicole Bennett oh, not Emmett? No. I need her to know this. So I feel like she should, but I'm going to go with no. I agree. No, no way. Ted Stryker, what movie? I, I feel like I know it, but... Uh... You've seen this movie. You should take a guess. Ted Stryker. Take a guess. He's right. Throw one out there. It's not uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, no. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerd. No, not a bad guess. Airplane. The movie is called oh, Airplane. I love Airplane. I know, exactly. It's the character name. The, ma- the main character. Right. I mean, the main. It's a rough day to put um, sniffing glue. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a great, great movie. Uh, Tad Lemire, will Nicole Emmett not better know what starred, uh, what movie starred a character named Flick? F-L-I-C-K. Flick. You know what? My go-to all along has been no. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that. The millennial doesn't know. Nicole Emmett, not Bennett. Uh, Flick. What movie is that from? Flick. You see it every year. You see this movie every year. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that one's 80s either. No. No? no? You want to throw it out? A guess? Uh, Christmas Vacation? Oh, so close. Oh. A Christmas Story. 
That's what I meant. Flick. <laughs> Flick is the guy that stuck his tongue on the light pole. Oh. Remember that? All right. You oh, I do know that. Yeah, it's a see? meme. Exactly. It's wow. A meme. Wow. <laughs> All right. Millennial context clues coming yes. soon. Exactly. All right. Um, Michelle Wright, um, famous movie, famous movie character. This seems to be a layup to me. Will Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, know who? Uh, what movie starred Cleo McDowell? Cleo McDowell. Oh my gosh. Please, for the love of everything. This is one of my favorite movies ever. Yes. She's not going to know it, though. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, I'm going to take that back because I feel like we had this discussion about it. Okay. So hopefully she remembers the discussion. All right, Nicole Bennett, do you know what movie starred Cleo McDowell? I remember this discussion. We discussed it. Purple Rain? <laughs> oh, I don't no! know. <laughs> Starring Cleo McDowell? As far from Purple Rain as you can get, yes. that movie is coming to America, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. recent discussion. Uh, so you said, you said yes or no. I forgot. I you said she yes. I would know it yeah. because we had talked about I'm it. So I'm losing sorry. horribly. Yeah, you're, you are losing horribly. All right. Uh, you can put uh, this You're assuming one away. millennials pay a lot of attention. <laughs> you can put this one away. Um, famous movie starred a character named Fezzik. Fezzik. Will Nicole Emmett not Bennett know a movie star a character named Fezzik? It's done right by me so far. I'm going to go with a big <laughs> no on that one. Fezzik. Nicole Emmett not Bennett. Sandlot. <laughs> also known as the Princess Bride. Really? <laughs> yes. I love that movie. I know. It's the character Who's name. Fezzik? Fezzik's the guy. In uh, Princess Bride, <laughs> the guy. It's the guy. <laughs> it's uh, he's the Andre the Giant's character is Fezzik, right? He's the big. All right, um, all right. This this. Uh, you know what? Damn. Let's step away for a second. The game's over. Tad has won, but yeah. we'll, we'll play. Woo! We'll yeah. play for con- we'll play for consolation prizes when we come back. Hang tight. Uh, Friday edition of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back. Millennial Match Game wrapping up with Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, and Bennett, not Emmett, Tad Lemire, and Michelle Wright. Um, the non-millennials. Who did we leave off with? We left off with Tad. Yeah. All right, Michelle, this is just for... This is just for fun. F- this is pride right yes. here. Um, pff, you, there's no way. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been a no. Let me just go no. You yeah. don't even say it. No. Billy Rosewood. Billy Rosewood. Nope. No. Uh, what movie uh, starred Billy Rosewood? Nicole Bennett, not Emmett. I <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. All right. I think you already no get that one. Um, Raymond Babbitt. Raymond Babbitt. Will uh, Nicole Emmett not Ben know what movie Absolutely that is Absolutely not. No way. Raymond no way. Babbitt. A Hitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love the great movie. What are you saying? Might doing? as well guess. Rain Man. Rain it's time Man for Wapner. The, Rain Man. Is, yeah, it's time for Wapner. Michelle. Yeah. This is a, this is a, a big movie. I I I think so she'll get it. To I know America. you're right. You're right. Well, Nicole uh, Bennett on Emma when we start a character named Josh Baskin. No, it's a big movie. She... It's a huge movie. All right, but no, Josh Baskin, big movie. Nicole Bennett on Emma. You had to have seen this. Had to have. You want to throw a guess out there? Uh, uh, pretty in pink. The clue is in the. Yeah, big movie. The movie was big. Sorry, uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> duh. Right, can I right. can I show off my skills here? <laughs> yeah. Before you even give me the character's name, I'm going to say, say no. no. Go ahead. All right. Uh, he's already he's preemptively now, right? preemptively saying no. Uh, Vincent Benedict. Vincent Benedict. If you get this one, Nicole Emma, not Bennett, you are star of the show because there's no. I don't even think Tad knows what movie starred Vincent Benedict. <laughs> You're so adorable. Speaking of eighties so movies. Adorable. 
Vincent Benedict. What is going on in your mind right now? Talk us through it. Because you're um, sitting there, you take small, taking... small role. Nothing, because I <laughs> small role. She's just trying to think of an '80s movie. Yeah, period. Right. That's my teammate. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> All right. The uh, movie. No. Was, uh, it was played by Danny DeVito. The movie was Twins with uh, Never heard Schwarzenegger. Of it. You guys were fantastic. Uh, Tad, you won the, uh, the, the Job major Tad. prize. Thank you very much. Is that good Thanks for the show? Or do I have a parting gift? Your, your prize or... is uh, you get to plug your radio show one more time on my oh, program. Oh, all right, all right. B98.5, <laughs> weekday mornings, 5 to 9 a.m. Thank you, Mark Aram. Um, Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, uh, you're kind of social media shy, but if we want to follow you, where can we find you? Uh on Twitter, I'm at Nikki Ben. All right. Uh, Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, not social media shy. Give us where we can find you, my friend. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Nicole underscore Emmett, E-M-M-E-T-T. Are you going to do Emmett, not Bennett eventually? I hope so. <laughs> okay. Nicole Emmett, not Bennett, and she'll do Bennett, not exactly Emmett. Exactly right. Exactly right. And Michelle Wright, we can hear uh, Monday through Friday on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Well That's done, right. guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Millennial Match Game on a Friday. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. No. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Thanks to uh, Tad and Michelle and the two Nicoles for uh, playing Millennial Match Game. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, um, very saddened by the uh, the death of Anthony Bourdain today, uh, famous for his uh, his writing, his television shows, his love of food. And uh, earlier this year, I got to interview him and his co-author. Uh, they just written a new book. Um, so I want to replay that uh, interview for you. This was Anthony Bourdain uh, not too long ago on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain. Joining us now on the Mark Aram Show, two dudes at the top of my list that I want to hang out with for about 24 hours and then send them on their way. Anthony Bourdain, Michael Rufino. Guys, welcome to the program. How are you? Good to be with you. Thank you. A uh, big fan of both of yours. Book out now. I want to uh, be careful with the pronunciation. Is it adios, mother or adios, mother <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you wanted the gringo adios or the uh, traditional adios, so uh, we just wanted to get that out of the way. Tell us about uh, this uh, aptly, amazingly titled book. Uh, well, let me say first that, that um, I, I got to the Michael, uh, I guess, uh, about 12 years ago, and uh, he'd written an earlier, skinnier version of this book, and uh, I thought it was the most savagely funny uh, brilliantly written rock memoir ever. Uh, you know, it was like Hunter S. Thompson meets Spinal Tap, and I just kind of made it my personal, uh, my personal mission in life to uh, to get more people to read it. So uh, we asked Mike to, uh, you know, I finally got a publishing imprint of my own, and uh, really the first order of business was to convince Michael to uh, expand on the original, uh, add some new material, uh, rewrite, retweak, and get it out there for as many people as possible to read. That, that's got to be pretty cool sure. for you, Michael, to, to be able to revisit this and, and get Anthony's support and getting this pushed out back into the, into the public sphere again. No, sure. It didn't take much convincing. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 
So, so what can we expect in uh, Adios Mother as far as uh, rock and roll history is concerned? What, what can we expect to see in this tome? Well, you get a lot of, uh, uh, anyone around the 90s will probably recognize a lot of uh, situations and, and, and places. Uh, but uh, I think you get a pretty good overview of what it's like to be in an incredibly ridiculous rock and roll band and try to survive, essentially. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming those days are over. Am I, am I correct in, in thinking that? The days, the debaucherous rock and roll tours, that, that stuff's over now, right? You mean in general? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you talk about Def Leppard. I mean, is there a band touring right now that parties like Def Leppard did? Uh, well, yeah, not even Def Leppard parties like Def Leppard did. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it's, I'm a little out of the loop. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I guarantee somewhere there's a band that's partying as hard as they can. I'm certain of that. Uh, I just don't know who it is. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a, like Lenny. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody out there who could, who's had the launch, who's been part, who partied as long and as hard and and managed to make it as far uh, as Lemmy. Yeah, I gotta agree there. That's uh, a, he's a super superhuman. Anthony, obviously, <laughs> watching your shows over the years, you're you're a big music guy. You're a big fan of of, of the rock and roll culture. You, you incorporate musicians into your shows. Do you, do you pick the music for for your programs? Well, uh, Michael, in fact, is the musical director for the for the program. So I work really closely with him uh, to you know uh, to write or arrange or put together uh, individual scores for each episode, depending on you know what the theme is. And, you know, what we're looking for. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, uh, we just did a show in Lagos, Nigeria, and I, I, you know, heard about the 1970s-era psych rock scene in uh, Nigeria. And really, uh, you know, we worked really closely together. Basically, we called Michael, and uh, he said, but, you know, Nigerian psych rock in the 70s, got it, I'm on it. And uh, <laughs> can't get enough. There you go. Talking to <laughs> Anthony Bourdain and Michael Rufino, the book, uh, Adios, Mother. Uh, this, the, those will be bleeped, by the way, when this does air on the on the program. Oh, we are not satellite radio. Uh, available uh, yet? Can can folks go out and get this amazing book? Yes, they can. As of today, yeah. Uh, oh, yep. it's, it's out today. That's fantastic. All right, we'll check it out. Um, Anthony, in all your world travels, have you spent any time in Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, I have. Uh, home of one of my favorite bars in the world, the Claremont Lounge, still open. I love that place. It is. Oh, yeah. There the, you go. Yeah, with uh, Blondie, the, the uh, famous stripper. The the hotel attached to it is no longer open, but the Claremont is still alive and well. Okay, I think we've had, uh, we've had Blondie on the show. In fact, one of my finest achievements in life was uh, going to the Claremont Lounge with uh, Alton Brown. Watching his discomfort in his little bow tie uh, was really quite exquisite. Yeah, Alton's yeah. A, a legend here in Atlanta. And, and the dining scene is really, I mean, I've been out here for 20 years, and the dining scene has has really, really uh, done amazing things in, in the two decades I've been here. It, it's it's blooming. Indeed. Blossoming, if you will. Uh, speaking of Southern dining, one of my favorite episodes of Parts Unknown is when you finally went to Waffle House. I, get, I think it was the Charleston episode. Yeah. And and I, I played that whole segment, with your apologies, on my radio show because it was just that amazing that you finally got to experience Waffle House for the first time. Yeah, they're, they're the perfect institution, actually, for probably for a touring rock band. I mean, they're yeah. giving a bad behavior. But oh, yeah. I'm guessing it's spent a, a few hours there. I mean... You know, I don't know what Many. the threshold is. How how hard do you have to work to get thrown out of a Waffle House? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been for done. For us, it was, it was a little bit harder than, say, a, a Bob Evans 
pretty easy to get chucked out of. <laughs> and you could barely get through the door uh, if you were us, apparently. Um, but yeah, the Waffle House is very forgiving and very understanding. I Indeed. think they've seen it all there. Indeed. Well, just for the record, guys, I've been at WSB Radio on television for 20 years. I've got a great career. I make a decent living. But I would drop it all tomorrow if you guys asked me to come work with you and be a PA or an intern. So if you ever need anybody, <laughs> I please, I mean, literally, you can pay me less than minimum wage. I would love to come work with you guys. I'm, I'm big fans. Uh, thank you, Russ. And best of luck with the book. Adios, mother <laughs> by Michael Rufino, Anthony Bourdain. Guys, best of luck with the book. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. There was Anthony Bourdain uh, not too long ago here on the Mark Aram Show. Rest in peace. To Tony, as his friends knew him, Tony, uh, Anthony Bourdain, dead at the age of 61. Joining us now on the Mark Aram Show, one of my favorite comedians of all time. He is a fantastic actor. He's a funny dude, uh, all-around righteous guy, Mr. Louis Anderson. Louis, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, like, beside myself that I get to interview. I'm a huge stand-up guy, and uh, you were one of the first comics that I got to see on television do, like, a full set, and uh, I've been a fan ever since. Thank you. So how's your stand-up going? Uh, I've, I've done it three times. I, nice. I killed it twice and blew it once, so that was the end of that. <laughs> I just, I just, I can't, I, I'd rather just riff like I do on the radio, and I, I can't, yeah. like, write stuff out, and I just don't have that gene, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it is a, it is something that works for you, or uh, it doesn't, and, um, you know, everybody, it, it gives people a chance to find their comfort, and, you know, uh, radio is, uh, is a great place to reach, uh, you know, a lot of people to be funny and to, um, you know, I, I think it's a different a different situation, but very similar. Uh, there's a there's a real uh, brotherhood between radio and uh, and um, and comedy. It, it's it, when you start out, you do radio a lot, and uh, and here I am in my 38th year, and I'm doing radio still, and it's uh, very important to my career. You know, uh, it's just a tough skill set. I mean, stand up is it's just a tough thing to do. Um, and, and you can either do it or you can't, kind of like radio, kind of like acting. It's You either can do it or you can't, and and you certainly can. And l- let's talk about your acting career, which has just blown up, uh, including Baskets, season finale tonight, 10 p.m. on FX. Tell us about the season finale, Louie. Well, you know, uh, Christine's just desperately trying to keep her family together. That's what happens. Chip joins the Russian circus, and... Um, she, uh, there's only one place to turn when you have nowhere else to turn, and that's Arby's. <laughs> no so doubt about it. Does. And uh, it's going to be a, it's an amazing finale. You know, we thought the first year was good, but we're so thrilled with the second year, and and luckily just got our third year. So, you know, it's really a great show. It's been wonderful for me, and I love it. Now, I've been looking over your acting career, and, and of course, I've got to talk to you about Coming to America, but your first credit uh, that I could find was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Was that your first acting gig? Uh, I, had another, uh, I had another job in, uh, in a movie called Cloak and Dagger. Oh, my, I love that movie. And Dabney Coleman, I play a cab driver who tells, tells Henry Thomas to take a hike. Was that when he was in uh, San Antonio? I got my SAG card. That was my very first speaking part. That's a really good underrated movie. I did not know you were in that. I got to rewatch that now. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really was. It just didn't have the strength that E.T. did, so it didn't really, you know, catch on. But it became a cult thing. Yeah, I, I actually love that movie. Talking to Louis Anderson, season finale of Baskets tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's talk about Coming to America for a second. One of the greatest comedies of all time in my mind. I absolutely love that movie. How did you get cast as the McDowell's dude? You know, I bought lunch for Eddie and his entourage one day. After I told the waiter to put it on my credit card after I left and not tell Eddie until I left. And uh, he called me the next day, and, you know, I would known Eddie a little bit as a stand-up, and he said, hey, no one's ever bought my my lunch before like that. And uh, I'm doing a movie. He said, I'm doing a little movie called Coming to America, and uh, I want you to do a part in it, and that's how it happened. Amazing. Um, I, I bought my. That's how I got my agent. I bought him. I bought him breakfast once on the sly, and that's how he hired me. Um, so I'm very uh, familiar with that wrong move. With uh, buying people off with food. No, and I once bought. All right, two more quick stories. I once bought uh, a burger at Friendly's for uh, the actor that played Hesh on The Sopranos. Um, uh-huh. I forgot his name. And I bought a steak dinner for a guy I thought was Larry David that it turned out not to be Larry David. It was just. Uh, uh, a Jewish. Uh... Had more steak dinner for that <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Louis Anderson here on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, are you still? Uh, forgive my ignorance. Are you still out there uh, pounding the uh, stand-up pavement? Yeah, I'm going. I'm in L.A. tonight, and then I'm going to uh, Texas for the weekend. San Antonio and Houston and uh, and uh, Dallas. Diff- is it, is it still a better rush live on stage doing stand-up than it is uh, with your acting career? You know, they're apples and oranges, really. Um, when you're in the acting, you're in a groove. But, yeah, there's a giant rush, and it's a new muscle on a regular basis there with the acting, so it's a lot of fun. Best uh, best stand-up gig you ever did, uh, whether it was, you know, when you were coming up, did you open for someone big, or, or what was the, the moment where you said, you know, I'm... Ford Theater for President Reagan and Tip O'Neill and... Uh, uh, my mom was in the audience. That's that amazing. Like that. Were you, you were? I'm assuming you were pretty well established by that point, right? I mean, they were. Yeah, I had been. You know, uh, I I was coming into my own. I, I think Reagan was more established than I was. But <laughs> Louis Anderson, <laughs> baskets. I made him and Tip O'Neill laughed. So uh, Tip O'Neill was a le- legendary figure in Capitol Hill. That's pretty cool. Louis Anderson, honor and a privilege, Louis. Thanks so much, buddy. See ya. Hang tight. We'll be right back. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to The Mark Aram Show. Friday Eve coming up uh, next half hour. Longoria is going to pluck up some, uh, pluck out, pluck up, pick out some good, uh, some good best of stuff for the final half hour of the show. It's been a, a exhausting week here on The Mark. Well, I don't know about for the other guys. The bananas are probably fine, but I have been exhausted. Been a fun week, though. We got uh, the Uptons girl. That was amazing. The power of of radio and the Mark Aram show and our listeners be able to get in contact with her. The reason why I moved to Atlanta, uh, it was was a fun week, but a tiring week. I'll be fully rested next Monday. Uh, We're going to be doing some special coverage of the Singapore summit with uh, President Trump and Kim Jong-un. So I'll be doing some sort of special show Monday and Tuesday with some ABC news coverage mixed in as well. So we have that to look forward to. And, uh, and then of course, a full week of, of good stuff. We'll do Millennial Match Game. We'll do this or that. Johnny Kilbasa, little Sanjay. Uh, it's going to be a great week next week on the Mark Aaron Show. I promise you that. As Sean Hannity says, my solemn vow. Uh, we'll continue this uh, talk throughout the weekend. I'll be active social media, much to my girlfriend's chagrin. I can't put my phone down. So if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter and Instagram, it is at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. 
and uh, on Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Now, Longoria should post tonight's show on SoundCloud and then post it on my Facebook page. So uh, if you want to re-listen to or if you want to forward uh, tonight's show to someone and hear the uh, Bourdain interview, uh, p- please feel free to do that. So it should be on my Facebook page right now, actually. Mark Aram WSB on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. All right, hang tight. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of The Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.